listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I am Jessica O'Reilly, your friendly neighborhood sexologist. And I want to say a big thank you to Desire Resorts for their support of this episode. They have multiple locations of these clothing optional, couples only, very sensual resorts just south of Cancun on the Mayan Riviera, as well as a series of cruises. So check them out at Desire Resorts. Today's episode is all about talking dirty. Talking dirty. This is the ultimate sexual skill because dirty talk allows you to bring your lovers and your hottest fantasies to life. Through dirty talk, your words connect your deepest desires with real life sex and since fantasy is almost always hotter than reality fulfilling your lover's fantasies through dirty talk can be hotter than the real thing now dirty talk really encompasses all of the ingredients that take sex to the next level It helps to build anticipation. It incorporates fantasy and role play. It makes sex more intense because really it's appealing to your most powerful sex organ, the brain. And it provides this sense of escapism from your routine, from your usual roles. And I have a guest joining me in a moment who will teach you how to talk dirty and feed you a big range of lines you can use. But before we get into the specifics, I want to talk about a couple of things. So first, if you're uncomfortable with dirty talk, or you find it embarrassing, or maybe you even find it a turnoff, it may be because you've derived your definitions of what talking dirty sounds like from porn. So it's all blank me in the blank and blank me some more and your blank's so big and ah, a whole other series of flat one-liners that leave you with a really limited repertoire. And I think that there's nothing wrong if you like those lines, that's fine. But oftentimes they exclude the really personal element of, of individual fantasies. So... Dirty talk can be so much more than what you see in porn if you do two simple things. The first, you need to find out how your partner wants to feel. What is the underlying emotion that takes sex to the next level for them? Now, I talked a little bit about this in the core erotic feeling episode, which you can go back and listen to. But ultimately, you need to understand the answer to this question. What feeling makes sex more intense? 
Do they want to feel loved? Do they get super turned on when they feel threatened? Do they want to feel like the only girl or boy in the world? Do they want to feel like the hottest piece of meat or tofu if you're vegetarian that you simply can't resist? Do they want to feel subjugated? Do they want to feel humiliated? Is it, do they want to feel jealous? Do they want to feel safe, afraid, embarrassed? Excited. If you want to speak their language of dirty talk, you've got to get at the underlying feeling that brings them over the edge. Because the physical part is easy. I always say the monkey can do the technique and you can take my technique videos and there's no reason why any one person can do the twist and shout better than the other. But can you get into their head and make them feel however they need to feel to lose control. So this, this is the theory. And then once you know what that feeling is, you need to practice saying things that are beyond your comfort zone. You'd probably, well, you never would call them a, a dirty whore at the dinner table or during a fight, unless that's part of your dirty talk. But if this is what they want in bed, you need to practice saying it. You need to be comfortable saying dirty whore, dirty slut, uh, you know, you, you need to practice in the shower or in the car with the music blasting. What you need to do is practice saying these words that you wouldn't normally say. Practice saying them outside the bedroom before you say them confidently inside the bedroom. So that's the, the two-part kind of theoretical underpinning. For the first part, learning to tap into their elevated erotic feeling involves having to talk to them. You have to actually chat about what turns them on, talk about their fantasies, talk about what they want to hear, talk about what they don't want to hear, have a laugh, joke around, watch porn so you can comment on what you like and don't like, watch TV shows so you can pick out themes and scenes and tones and interactions that turn you on and turn you off. And then once you have a better understanding... That's when you start the second part, the practice on your own. And of course, it's not a one-shot deal because they're not only turned on by one underlying feeling. On a Tuesday, they might want to feel really loved and cared for, and that's the hottest talk you can give them. And you just got to make them feel revered on that Tuesday. But then by Saturday, they might be turned on by dirty talk that makes them feel really jealous and a little threatened. So the conversation, of course, is ongoing. You don't just get to have it once. Now, without further ado, I'm going to invite my guest to join me. She's going to be talking dirty to you, maybe talking dirty to me. Carly S. is a professional sex educator and also a professional pervert. She has won a number of sex blogging awards. I'm familiar with her work. And she is a master of dirty talk. Carly, thanks so much for being here. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Now, I've been following you at Lipstick and Sin, correct, on Twitter? Makeup and Sin. Oh, Makeup and Sin. I'm sorry. <laughs> makeup and Sin for a while. And more recently, you caught my eye because of a piece you wrote that actually had nothing to do with sex. It was about existing as a mixed race woman and how 
your race is often erased. <laughs> yeah. Because, because on one hand you're told, oh no, you look white, which is a whole lot of nonsense. And on the other, you're harassed because you definitely don't look white. Yeah. And uh, that's something that really resonated with me. And I, I, I never was able to put my finger on why it bothered me so much when someone would ask me my background, which happens every single day. Yeah. Right. Where are you from? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. And then they'd say, oh, no, I thought you were white. And I'm thinking you would never ask me where I'm from if you thought I was white, because my white husband, no one has ever asked him where he's from. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that was a really interesting piece. But you also, you teach about a number of topics. You work with the Pleasure Chest, you're a manager there in New York. Yep. And teach a number of workshops, including workshops on Dirty Talk, correct? Yes. So let's talk dirty. Yeah. Now, I've, I've offered a little bit of theoretical background, but why don't I just ask you to begin with, why do you love Dirty Talk? I love dirty talk because it can really transport you. So like it could take a normal sexual experience of like just you and your husband alone and it can transform it into like now you're the uh, principal of the school and a naughty school girl or like any sort of fantasy can become real just through using like your imagination and your words. So I think it's amazing. Yes. And you never even have to get on top. If exactly. you're good, you don't. <laughs> if you are really good at talking dirty, you can be physically a lazy lover. <laughs> exactly. So, so I want to cover a range in the next few minutes. I want to talk to people who are brand new to talk, dirty talk, and then I also want you to help us take it to the next level. But let's let's start at the with the basics. If you are totally new to dirty talk, how do you even get started? I think the number one thing to think of is like to just relax. It's supposed to be fun. Don't stress yourself out. People get caught up on the details and then it's not fun anymore. And then what's the point? Um, I also think like checking in with your partner first is super important because communication is key. And like, let's say you use uh, specifically, let's talk about race. So like, if you're going to say something to me and be like, oh, you're a spicy Latina, like, I don't really want to hear that. It's going to take me out of the mood. So like checking in with your partner and seeing like what words are off the table is going to kind of help you set parameters too. Yeah, that's so important. So you got to figure out what you don't want to hear yeah. before you even dive into what you do want to hear. <laughs> exactly. And so if people... If people are nervous, like they really have never made any sounds or said anything in bed, what, what are some lines or words that you can start with that are, you know, fairly universally desired? I know everybody's different, but where can they, where can they begin just to practice opening their mouths in bed? Yeah, <laughs> I would say keep it simple, like use directions as a form of dirty talk. So like harder, faster, slower, um, more to the left, anything like that is just going to get you like just to start talking, just to start using your words. Okay. Yeah. I love the idea of, of given directions. Mm -hmm. I also like the idea of just asking your partner what they want. Like if you're, exactly. how, how would you make an offer in dirty talk? Uh, however you want. Like there's, there's no rules. That's the amazing part. And like, you can use it as foreplay if you really wanted, like you could be sending them little dirty messages during the day to kind of set up like what you'd want to do later. Ah, okay. So can you help us? Give us the language. People need 
the specifics? Like what are, what are some different ways to ask your partner what they want besides how would you like me to touch you tonight? Sure. Uh, do you like that? Um, how do you feel when I'm doing this to you? Uh, you taste good, but like, what can I do to get you more wet? What can I do to do this? So like just asking questions. Okay. I like that. And then you, you also, cause I, I've read some of your work on this talk about the five senses. Yeah. So, so how do you use multi-sensory descriptive words and, and where do people tend to start? People tend to start with sight because okay. that's what you're seeing. And I think that's great too. So like you can give your partner compliments. You could be like, you look so sexy in that outfit. You look so hot with my cock in your mouth. You look amazing when you're on your knees in front of me. So like even just describing what you're seeing and giving your partner compliments and telling them how sexy they are to you is a great way to start dirty talk. And I, I like how specific you get there because if you just say you're beautiful or you're hot or you look good, I mean, those are nice things. Of course, that feels very good. But the specificity of you look so hot with my exactly. cock in your mouth or you look so, so hot with your face buried in there, like the more specific you can get. And I think that makes it more personal too. Absolutely. And you might even find new fetishes that you're into, like let's say you start noticing, wow, like your partner's feet look really great in high heels and like, hey, maybe you have like a high heel fetish and maybe you could explore that more. So like really paying attention to like what sticks out is a great way to explore new kinks also. Okay, so if we want to get a little bit kinkier, uh, let's say you're playing a more dominant role. Mm -hmm. What are some lines you can feed to your partner? I know you've been thinking about me all day. You're getting turned on just thinking about me. You're so sexy, but I'm going to make you work for this. Like, basically, you're setting the mood and, like, you're in charge. You're the focus of their thoughts. But you're going to you're gonna force them to work for you. Okay, and I like this because you can tailor each of those lines. Like, I know you've been thinking about me all day. Is, is pretty safe. I think, you know, a lot of people can say that, but you could tweak that language a little to make it yeah. a little raunchier. Can, can you give us the raunchy version of? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. So like, you could be like, I've been thinking about fucking you all day. I've been thinking about tasting you all day. I've been thinking about sticking your toes in my mouth all day. So like, it could be as broad or as specific as you want it to be. I like that. And the sense of taste, you said that people tend to start with what they see. I'm going to guess that they tend to follow with what they, what they feel. Yeah. Touch will usually follow. <laughs> but the taste is so hot because a lot of people like to hear, I think I, obviously it's very reaffirming. I think about people with, with vulvas, with vaginas, like we have received so many negative messages about how we look, how we smell, how we taste. Uh, and it certainly encompasses all genders, but can you give me some more lines around taste? Because I think a lot of people will be into that. Yeah, absolutely. So like you could talk about like, I love how you taste after I've been fucking you. Or like once I stick my fingers in you, I'm going to taste your nipples or taste your lick your sweat. Like anything can go, anything can turn sexy. And it's just a matter of thinking it and being it and like grabbing all the things from the kitchen that you want if you want to add some different things. <laughs> I, lo I love that. And I, I also, the more authentic you are, 
the better, right? So exactly. we don't want to just, yeah, we don't want to just take Carly's lines. We want to take Carly's lines and then make them our own. Exactly. Because if you just say something to say it and there's no enthusiasm or it lacks authenticity, your partner's going to pick up on that energy. Absolutely. So, okay, let's say that you're getting a little bit kinkier, but you're, you're playing more of the submissive in this role. How would you talk to your partner? That you want to please them, that I want to be your dirty little girl or filthy little slut or whatever words turn you on. But like, don't stop giving it to me. Keep going. Like, what can I do to please you? Things like that. So like either telling the person like you're enjoying what they're doing or that you want to please them is going to be a great place to start thinking of like how you want to use your words. That's so great. I like all of these lines because when I think about, you know, a bottom and a top or a dom and a sub, the way you've positioned these lines, I can see that they're quite fluid. Like there are going to be days when you want to play a more submissive role and there are going to be days when you want to play a more dominant role, however you identify. Mm -hmm. And so let's say we want to take this to the next level. Like what are some really fun, dirty, nasty, naughty things people might like to say or hear. And, and before you respond, I'm just going to say, remind people that you don't have to like all of this, but you do want to consider all of it. And if there's a line you hear that you hate, that's really useful too, because then at least you know what you're not into and you can communicate that to your partner. So Carly's going to give us some like really naughty phrases we can try. Yeah. Uh, you could be like, look me in the eyes. I want you to beg me for my cock, my fingers, my tongue, what have you. Um, if you look away, I'm going to stop whatever I'm doing. So like forcing eye contact is going to be super intense. Um, keep going. Make me come with your fingers, your mouth, your cock, your, the toy. Tell me how good my cunt tastes. Tell me how hard I've made your cock. Like, do you like it? Tell me how much you love it. Beg for it. So like anything like that is just going to be top tier, dirty talk. All right. And a lot of that has to do with feeling desired, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody. Now, of course, there are different kinks, but at, at some point in time, everybody wants to feel like the object of desire. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting. I, I have also taught some dirty talk workshops or had them as a component of some of the sessions. And I sometimes ask people to anonymously submit what they want to hear in bed on sheets of paper. So we write them down, we throw them into the middle of the room. And there are some themes that come out of it. Uh, I'm going to read them to you, but I, I'm hoping you can help us to expand upon them because when I look at these five or six core themes that tend to come out of these sessions, they seem a little bit tame, but I think it's because they're the starting points yeah. and we just need to expand on them. So, so here they are. Uh, people want to hear, you're the best I've ever had. Who doesn't? I'm mm -hmm. going to come. Very affirming. You're the only one I'll ever want. We're going to have a threesome and I love you. So those are some common themes that I'm picking out. And I mean, I don't want to say they're boring, but they're not, they haven't been fleshed out yet. So if we're going to take yeah. one, let, if we take one, like you're the best I've ever had, how can we flesh that out? Because your partner is sometimes only able to give you the one line they want to hear, but then you have to figure out how to tell a story with it. So if my partner wants to hear you're the best I've ever had, what might, or your partner, what might you say to them? 
I would say just get more specific. You're the best I've ever had. You've eaten my pussy like no one ever has. You stimulate my G-spot in a way that makes me come so hard. You make me squirt so much. You like just get super specific. Okay. All right. So it's just keeping like building upon it. Exactly. And it, it's interesting because I love you appears on every list that I see. There's always somebody in the room who wants to hear I love you and they see that as dirty talk. And I think that's really cool yeah. because dirty talk can be affectionate and romantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can we spice that up a little bit? I think thinking about the sense of like sight and like, I love your cunt. I love your belly. I love your ass. I love your eyes when they're staring at me while I'm fucking you. So like getting super specific and like looking at different body parts and like what you love about your partner, like sure you love them as a person, but like right now you're having sexy time. So like what sexy parts do you love about them? Like I've been told I have a really pretty butthole. Like that was a weird compliment, but in the moment I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I do have a pretty butthole. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Cause no, one, I'll tell you, no one's ever complimented my butthole. Yeah, exactly. Like I was <laughs> like, wow, no one has ever said that you, you got that. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. And I mean, stroking the ego almost never fails. Exactly. Okay. All right. Give me a couple of like super powerful lines, the, the hottest lines you you've ever heard or said. I really love the look me in the eyes one. I think it makes like, it just adds levels to everything. And like making the eye contact until you orgasm or until like you're begging for something. I think that's like my absolute favorite one. I I like that because it's not really about what you're saying again. It's Mm -hmm. about how you're making someone feel. Yeah, definitely. It's connection, it's control, it's submission, Mm -hmm. it's all of those things. You know, one that that I'm hearing more often these days has to do with being so good that I'd pay for it. (laughs) And when I use that line in a crowd, everybody always laughs, but there's something very powerful about saying, I'm so good that even if you didn't like me, even if you didn't love me, even if we didn't spend time together, even if I weren't the parent of your child, or even if I didn't have such a damn good personality. (laughs) Yeah you would bring your money to the table and, and pay me. Is, is this something you come across? So it's, it's funny that you say that because like I do sex work and me and my partner make porn and like I've been in sex work in many ways and like I'll joke around with him and I'm like, you know, people pay good money for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. So, and so can people access your porn publicly or pay for it? Well, yeah. So I, my, my sexy alter ego is Chloe Venom and I have a website, chloevenom.com. Um, we make porn together and like, you'll see us just like having fun and doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chloe is C-H-L? Yeah. Yeah. C-H-L-O-E. And then venom.com. Okay. Exactly. So tell me, I didn't know this about you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do follow your work and love it. Uh, so do you do do you only have sex when you want to? Is it more performative? Tell us a little bit about ChloeVenom.com. Yeah, so the sex that I have with my partner is definitely going to be a lot different than the sex that I have on camera. So, like, I will have sex with other people on camera, but, like, it's mostly the two of us. But 
I definitely like will use way more dirty talk when I am like on camera because it like fills some gaps. It also looks and sounds really good. And like sometimes when we're just having sex, like because we're we've been together for four years, like I don't really need to give him directions and like I can give him all the kudos at the end, like wow, that was amazing. Like <laughs> Okay, cool. So people can check you out at chloevenom.com. You also blog at dildo or dild won't yeah dild dild don't. don't yeah dild don't. i'm having trouble with these pronunciations today so yeah dildo or dild don't dot com it's the wordpress site and uh, you blog about a number of topics from sex education to some mm -hmm. opinion pieces as well yeah i even blog about sex work like how to treat cam girls how to like pick your porn how to like be a nice be a nice person at a strip club and not be an asshole so like I blog a little bit about everything related to sex and I might even start posting like aphrodisiac recipes because I'm starting to get really into that. Okay, awesome. Oh, I really like that. And uh, how, how to pick your porn. I think a lot of my clients could benefit from that. So you guys can Google that and that will be on dildo or dildon't. Yep. Okay, awesome. Well, thank, thank you so much. Any last words of wisdom before I let you go? Anything you wanna say? Last dirty talk line? Last dirty talk line is just have fun. Don't stress it. Whatever comes out of your mouth, like even if it didn't land, let's say it wasn't sexy, like laugh about it. Sex should be fun. I love that. Yeah. If you don't have a sense of humor, the communication is actually a waste of time. Exactly. Thank you so much for being, being with us today and people will make sure to follow along and uh, check out both of your sites, dildo or don't, dildo or dildon't <laughs> and chloevenom.com. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I feel like I am more prepared to go talk dirty, although I have a lot of experience talking dirty. <laughs> uh, but I really liked and appreciated, first of all, the examples Carly had to offer because I can't come up with as many as I think diverse options, as kinky options, as when I hear from other people. So I've done a lot of learning. I really appreciate the emphasis on, on A, having fun, and B, specificity because the more specific you are the more present you are and the more genuine you are because you're actually talking about what you're seeing in the moment what you're feeling in the moment tasting smelling which one did I forget hearing <laughs> uh, you're talking about what's happening in the moment when you're specific and so you're definitely going to convey your own authenticity and that's going to be super hot for your partner so I was thinking about these themes that I've drawn out of the workshop. So like, you're the best I've ever had. I'm going to come. You're the only one I'll ever want. I love you. Let's have a threesome. And the feelings that underlie them ultimately all come back to, almost all of them, come back to being desired. So I think if there's nothing else you learn around dirty talk, you should learn or you'll benefit from I don't like to say should, you will benefit from learning how to make your partner feel desired. And I was thinking about, you know, weaving a fantasy around something like you're the best I've ever had and how you can roll it into kind of a broader story that feeds their sexual ego. Like, okay, so they want to hear you're the best I've ever had. So maybe you tell them, you know, you're so good. Everybody wants you. I see them checking you out. I see everybody wishing they could have a piece of you. They're jealous of me because I get you. You know, my friends even ask about you. I tell them just how good you are and it makes them want you more. 
you make me feel so good. I'd never let this go. You're so good. I think I could share you. It feels go so good. I'd beg to have more of you. I'd do anything for you. So when they give you a one-liner, just always think about building upon it. And if you can weave some truth into it, I know that fantasy isn't always reflection of reality, but if you can pull elements of reality in just like 10 or 20%, I think the authenticity goes up. And then of course the reaction goes up. And the same goes for all these other dirty talk lines, like let's have a threesome. So I, all people are asking me about threesomes constantly. And I have another episode coming up specifically about threesomes, but that really scratches the surface. Uh, what's really interesting to me is I know many couples who have never had a threesome and they, ha- they don't actually have the intention of having a threesome, but they talk about it. They use dirty talk to weave the threesome fantasy for years and years and it keeps their sex life burning hot. This goes back to kind of monogamish territory. They talk about where they're going to have this threesome, when, with whom, what they're going to do, how good it will feel, and the never-ending specifics that change from day to day and make the fantasy hotter than reality. And it's all thanks to dirty talk. So I hope with this that you have a little bit more of a framework with which to begin talking dirty. And I just want to offer one final reminder And that is that dirty talk, in some respects, is a bit of a misnomer because it's not always dirty. Dirty talk can be romantic. It can be teasing. Uh, Dirty talk could be as simple as, you can't have me. Well, maybe if you work for it. Dirty talk can be aggressive. It can be alluring. It can be responsive. It can be ego stroking. It can be instructive. I love that. I love dirty talk where you just tell them what to do. Like how hot is that? And you don't have to do the work. Lazy lover right here. So think about all those different areas of dirty talk from naughty to fantastical to ego stroking to descriptive to instructive to alluring to teasing, responsive, romantic, and more and more and more. I think I've run out. Um, Rather than thinking of dirty talk as only raunchy. And of course, if you're into the raunchy, that's okay too. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks to Carly for joining us today. Make sure you do check out her websites, chloevenom.com, dildo or dildo.wordpress.com. And follow me at Sex with Dr. Jess. Please subscribe if you like the podcast. If you think somebody could benefit from listening, share. We talk about sex, but we also talk about relationship theory here. So you can go back and check out previous episodes if this is your first one. I'm in Miami right now. And my next stop next week is back home in Toronto. Gotta run. Thank you so much. I'll be back next Friday, early morning with a new Sex with Dr. Jess episode. You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life. Improve your life.